0: Welcome to this week's episode of Extraordinary Entrepreneurs Together, the podcast for entrepreneurs interested in fast growth and funding, powered by EHE Capital. Welcome everyone to this episode of Extraordinary Entrepreneurs Together, and this week we're joined again by our guest from the last episode, Rhys Douglas, founder of social plug and last week reese talked to us about the story behind social plug and how he went from being a brand influencer to creating a tech solution for brands who want to work with influencers and how that's really helping communities online so this week reese is back we're very lucky to have him back again to talk about a really effective use of social media and reese has got some great vision and ideas for how what he's learned through influencer marketing how that translates into marketing strategies that all businesses can be taking advantage of. So welcome back, Reese. Cheers. Thank you for having me again. You're very welcome. And we have Guy again as well, who I know is very involved in content and does a lot of brand building, uh, not just himself, but the companies that he works with as well. So I think this is going to be a really interesting conversation today. Guy, I mean, I'll I'll hand over to you if you'd like to kick things off. Otherwise, I'm going to start asking questions and take up the whole episode. (laughs) Well, I think,
1: I think, you know, Georgia, it'd be great for you to join in here because I think you have a, will have a, a lot to say about this as well. I mean, yes, I, I do uh, value brand building and um, I have a certain understanding of, of how to build a brand and, and put it out there. But you two guys uh, make me pale into an insignificance with your knowledge on modern marketing. And, you know, I really enjoyed last week's podcast with Reese. Because Reese, you know, ended really in the last two or three minutes of the podcast talking about the future uh, of advertising, and that you know it's it's not about big brands putting billboards up and advertising on television and doing all that kind of thing they can do, but people are becoming less and less influenced by that, and actually, what they're really interested in is hearing what people they trust say about products. So it's more about the sort of the microinfluencers uh, on the social media platforms that uh, affect our thinking and our buying habits and you know the services we consume. So you know, I guess that my question, uh, Reese, if you don't mind for this podcast, really is to ask you how you are going to market social plug. What platforms you're going to use? Why are you going to use them? Uh, And I think what that will give us, hopefully, the listeners to the podcast, it will give people ideas as to what they can do uh, with their businesses and their brands and how they promote the products and services that they
2: offer. Like Georgia, really looking forward to this conversation. Absolutely. I think with my plan launching, there's different segments to it. There's not just a one band answer. So for me, the first approach is personal. I'm an influence marketing platform. Surely I should be able to influence myself. That's like the key thing, right? So the, the question I always ask myself was how do I leverage my platform and influencers to promote myself? It's like
1: eating
2: so, your own dog food, isn't it? You know, you've got, yeah. you've got to eat your own dog food on this one. Oh yeah, exactly. So I actually thought about this when I was in bed the other night about where I'm so close to launching now and how in the hell am I going to get this market? So, In a nutshell, personally, I'm just going to brands where I feel I could help the most and having that conversation. I'm already in talks with a huge uh, e-commerce brand that facilitate for female lashes. So they're on board. I'm happy with that. I know they've got the fee to keep me going for a while. So I'll build that relationship with them originally. But then obviously the, the, the other answer is then how the hell do I get influencers on the platform in a market that is becoming more saturated in terms of platforms that are out there? So I wanted to straight away think about how I could bring some virality into my platform. Now, I've actually leveraged this by part of the vetting procedures of bringing influencers onto my platform. So I'm using an Instagram page for Social Plug. And what I'm doing is, in a nutshell, enabling brands and influencers to see a video of the products that are on the platform in a really cool way that captures an essence of the brand messaging. Then we outreach to influencers of interest and say, hey, check out our latest video. We think you'd be great for this campaign. Would you like to jump on the platform and give it a go? The likelihood is if they like the video and the product, we are going to say yes. So when they come on the platform, they don't straight away get access to that campaign. They go through a vetting procedure. That's one of the USPs for social plug we make sure our community we've got, we're building a good micro-influence community. So we ask that influencer to plug in, their Instagram into our platform, which gives us access to their insights. And then going forward, essentially what we do is just ask that influencer to post as if it was just on their own feed in the most natural way possible. That gives us insights just to see how their general engagement is getting on. And if that benchmarks to what we believe is a good influencer, we'll give them access to that campaign. But the key thing here is, is that when that influencer posts for that first time through our platform, we're hashtagging Social plug. Um, and we're also putting descriptions in there to introduce that influencer's audience to Social Plug. So they're constantly posting about it. And we're doing meetups as well. I was gonna say,
0: when you say meetups, can you explain how that works for brands?
2: Yeah, so I'm sorry, I should have been a bit more specific that I'm doing meetups for influencers. Yeah, to talk about tips, to talk about market opportunities, to talk about how it's evolved, and most importantly, to get some feedback of what these guys would like from social plug so going for the really personal approach uh, initially which isn't going to be scalable in the early days but for me I would rather get that really personal feedback from the outset and then scale on my learnings going forward
0: yeah and that's interesting because that's kind of making a community it's going to keep them more engaged and more active and kind of developing as well through the whole process because when we talk about influences my mind immediately goes to products Do you see influencer marketing being something that service businesses can take advantage of as well?
2: Yeah, really interesting point. So when we think of influencer marketing, it all is geared up for e-commerce, online businesses. And I thought there was a massive gap in the market, actually. Certainly after COVID, for small independents that I love going to with my girlfriend, I think, God, this is amazing, this small little hidden cafe that no one knows about. And the products are amazing. And I think, how the hell does a small little independent coffee that has no knowledge of marketing with a small budget able to open up to, you know, this market and really get results? So I basically facilitated for that and enable on my platform influencers to, depending on what city and location they're in, to look at local, independent, door-to-door, bricks-and-mortar businesses that they can go and walk in, try the product, and just like it was an online campaign, then follow that campaign brief and post about about whatever the brand would like yeah
0: it's interesting
1: obviously you know you talked extensively about instagram in particular are there any other platforms that you you kind of value and you use and you're thinking about you know using for, for social blog i mean i've seen you post a few things on linkedin and that kind of thing you know how do your uh, audiences vary on these different platforms and and why would you pick one and not the other and so on
2: Cool. So when I originally said last week in in the podcast about how brands were geared up for low production, high quality, now on social media, it's all about volume and facilitating for those different formats, whether it be stories, whether it be posts, whether it be carousels, whether it be reels. So now it's actually more about where are people's attention most on these different formats. When you think of Instagram, when it first started, it's a photo sharing app, then it evolved by then bringing in Instagram stories. Then it went into more long-form content with Reels. So you're actually seeing attention being shifted from different formats based on which format people think are most engaging. And right now, TikTok is the most engaging. People absolutely love short-form, entertaining video content that they can flick through in seconds and you're getting so much, consuming so much content in these video formats. So I'll be honest with you, Guy, when I look at TikTok now, I think, Maybe I should have started on there because that is the most engaging format. But I know with what I've got that I'm pushing the Startup Factory to get videos on there because Adam turned around last week and said, uh, who's head of Instagram, said we're no longer photo sharing app." So I'm like, oh, we could fail before we even start here. So we're going to get video in there. We're going to start with that. But what, what I am seeing is that attention shifting from different formats.
1: Yeah, and you make an interesting point that these social media platforms, all of them evolve and they they evolve very quickly. And I think, you know, um, companies um, have to be really aware of, of, of how they're evolving and then how to get the most out of them. You know, you said that you you spoke to one of the people in charge of uh, Instagram and they've given you a bit of a heads up, this this you know, the direction that they're going in, and you immediately pivoted and said, okay, well, instead of just putting pictures on, we're going to put videos on and we're going to react to that. I guess companies have to be really aware of that as well, don't they?
2: Yeah, it's all about, you know, I said in the last podcast, it's not about reach, it's about engagement. And if all of your audience are engaging with a certain type of format, which is short form video at the minute, TikTok a prime example, then that's where you need to be facilitating your efforts for your marketing. You know, TikTok are now bringing out stories, which Instagram have. They're all copying each other. And the reason that they're copying each other is because they can see where their engagement is. You can see what type of content is keeping people engaged. And same with Social plug, I need to facilitate for that as well, which is why I'm bloody hoping we get videos on there soon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good. George, I mean, I don't know if you've got any thoughts on, you know, I know you're you you kind of use Clubhouse a lot. Um, whether you want to talk about that at all? So.
0: so, so I, so until uh, about a year ago, Reese, I was uh, using LinkedIn regularly uh, for my business, which is a services business and uh, a bit of facebook like i had a company page which was sort of started to ramp up the posting on i have uh, two facebook communities one is for my, my wider network and one is for my like a private group my clients we're working on to one with and that brings them together and so all of these things have their different functions right so i'm aware that linkedin has great seo for articles and publishing things on there facebook it seems to be better for bringing people together into groups Clubhouse then rocks up on my first day back in the office of this year and throws all my plans out the window and i um, <laughs> still on there basically every day. But that was actually, because that was sort of all the rage for a bit in terms of that live audio. At a time when people really needed the connection, it was easy to become established on there if you took the bull by the horns and started hosting rooms, which I did. And so I've uh, I've become a bit more strategic with my time, but I think I've got about 25,000, 26,000 followers on there for something you've been on a Bloody few months. Yeah. And,
2: we and need then, to have a chat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you were saying about TikTok and Instagram, but that's something I've only really just started using Instagram and then TikTok. And then I'm aware Pinterest SEO is brilliant. So your point is a really good one that they all have, even though they are all copying each other in functionality, they do still all have their little bits that are really individually good at, don't they?
2: TikTok at the minute, the reach you can get is incredible. What Instagram done now is that they've reduced the organic reach. So when you used to put a piece of content out, it gets seen by, you know, thousands and thousands of people and they started to squeeze their organic reach. Platforms like TikTok, you could just be an everyday person with, you know, 10, 10 followers. And if you create a piece of engaging content, you know, there was one where I think a woman got splashed by a bus as it went past him she was recording at the time got seen by like 10 million people so the reach that people are getting are incredible and people are turning into influencers overnight on tiktok on instagram it's a lot it's a, it's a lot more slower
0: is it because it, it used to be kind of similar on instagram like maybe sort of five years ago instagram was kind of the bit that wasn't saturated so it was a bit easier to get established
2: yeah, well, what, what Instagram started to do was that the, the news feed obviously started to get more and more saturated. And it was all about how can we get you know people's content in front of the right people. And then it became more about prioritizing who is seeing your content the most. So if I was looking at your content the most, Georgia, when I next go on my news feed, you'd appear first because Instagram's trying to present me with content they know I'm engaged with. But as things have started to get more and more saturated, the reach isn't there the same because we're not scrolling that far down the timeline. Therefore, Instagram then come up with a solution of sponsoring your own posts. So what that means to say is that although I might have 10,000 followers on Instagram, when I put a post out, that's not even uh, a guarantee that ten, those 10,000 people are going to see it. So what Instagram says is, you know, if you're really interested in getting content out there and publish it, then you pay for it. So I'm actually sometimes sponsoring my posts, not only to get seen by my own audience, but a few more as well. So that's just because it's come more and more saturated.
0: Yeah, that's brilliant. Thank you. Guy, I see you've got a question. I could sit here all day now, pick Reese's brain. I'm- it's a really
1: interesting topic, and, and, and there's no easy answer. That's the conclusion I've come to. That they've all got their own little nuances that might help people in different ways. So hopefully, we've given people a, a bit of an insight, some ideas around some of the, the platforms that you, know, you guys use in particular, and why you use them. Um, but I'm sure this, this, this conversation will evolve. So at some point, I'd love to uh, invite you back, Reese, in the future. and and just see how things have changed and how Social Plug's going on. But until then, uh,
2: thank you very much once again. Thank you. And uh, may I add one more point before we end? Of course. Well, I am in the testing phase, Guy, of Social Plug. And for any brand or agency that might be listening right now that is interested or ever had the doubts about influence marketing, I want to challenge them that I will beat their current influencer marketing efforts with whatever they're currently doing. And if you're a brand that's skeptical about influencer marketing and would like to enter the market, I'd be willing, if they've got a great product, to do it for absolutely free for them, just to show the power of my platform. I'm looking for some solid case studies at the minute. So if there's any brand that might be interested to challenge me and the team, we'll create a solid case study for you, free of charge. All you need to do and, uh, is reach out.
1: And where where will people find you, Reese?
2: They will find me in the description below reese at socialplug.co.uk drop me an email and just say are you up for the challenge and we'll go from there excellent brilliant all right i really appreciate your time georgia
1: thanks as as always and uh, yeah we'll uh, we'll catch up next week everyone thank
0: see you guys thank, thank you for listening to this episode of extraordinary entrepreneurs together visit the ehe Capital website ehe.capital for further insights and to join the ehe community.